It's real simple. More money, more problems. More people, more energy. Yeah, so uh, here in Fort Lauderdale to uh, give a speech tomorrow morning and uh, the package we put together with the organizers was to do a dinner uh, before. I'm doing one in Denver uh, as well. Um, We'll be doing it in D.C. and Arizona later in the year, right? Um, And one other place, I think. California. Uh, Oh, right. Got it. So, uh, and a bunch through Asia. So, a lot of fun, you know. Three, four, five, seven, nine, ten, twelve, depending on each market. I think this one's three or four, and so I'm excited for it. it. Should be a lot of fun. It's a good book you're reading. Yes, it is. How are you? Good. I'm nice good. Nice to meet you. Want me to sign it for you? Yes, please. Yeah, let's do that. That's exactly what you should be doing during uh, WJ. One. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for reading well, it, man. It was coming. Thank you. Thanks for reading it. You got it. That's very nice. That was cool. Manager Thank you. Thank you. I've lived up north of here a little bit for about nine years. I have offices all over the country. So I drove over from Naples today. Is that where you live? I got people flying in for the event tomorrow, tomorrow. all over the country. No, I, I don't live it. there though. Got it. Now I live out in Phoenix. I call Phoenix and my corporate headquarters home. I see. I used to live up the street here a little bit. Very for nice. about nine years. And Kristen, we're nice hey, to meet Kristen, you. Hey, Kristen. Gary Vinerchuk. Hey, brother. Joseph Safina, how hey, are you? Joseph. Nice to see you. Real pleasure. Are you kidding? Thrilled to be here. Well, cheers, guys. Thank you so much cheers. for uh, joining cheers. me. Cheers. Yeah, for Thank sure. You. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing with me. So we're, for my company, we'll do projected right now to do a little over. And I've been struggling with going past that. I'm, my next goal is my biggest. Oh, let's start there before we go anywhere else. You gotta agree with me that that's completely arbitrary. It just seems like the next logical, exciting place what, to go, yeah, right? That's what I want. Which is that's fine. I just, just you like the carrot of it. Good. I get it. Okay, go ahead. So, <clears throat> for me to get there, I feel like I and I've, the last few years I've I've hired a couple COOs that I thought were the ones. Right. You thought you were gonna bring in the mature person that's gonna take you that next place. Not even mature, man. Just uh, thought they had fit. fit all the prerequisites. What were the prerequisites? Um, knowledge level, want to, biggest thing. So it's a, I mean, it's a fucking commitment. And I get that, that's the biggest struggle is it's not their company, so they're not gonna have that same, or it's hard for me to find that guy. But I like to, to bring up from within, guys that come through the ranks, you know, but all the top salesmen and managers that I have currently, they're just all missing that. Well, there's a couple things. One of the first things I think I really, really taught my dad, like when I think about my life, about like teaching my dad stuff, which is always weird as a, you know, and interesting. I just remember this very clearly. I think one of the things that especially, you know, my dad and you have a lot more similarities. My dad came from dick shit. Like, you know, he came to America when he was 23 years old. Lived in, I mean, my mom and dad both lived in an environment where their whole lives they grew up where the bathroom was outside. Like Soviet Russia was no joke. Like, you know. um, You'll never find anybody that cares about it the way you do. I get that part. And and you need but to. There's, you but there's need other companies need, out there that I, have COOs that will fill fill my tour. Be careful. So I can grow up. There's other companies that have more, COOs, you know I mean? but you're the judge and jury of your COO. Yeah. And you need to decide and spend some time on. Are you holding them too accountable? 
Are you, are you looking for something that's not achievable? And by the way, you may or may not, I have no idea who these one or two or three people have been. But I think one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs struggle with is calibrating number twos, threes, and fours when you scale. And the deltas are all over the place. It's interesting to me what I think about like my dad, my brother, how I think about what I expected from them. You know, I would, I would tell you that my shortcoming is I don't expect enough. Like if, if you look at my world, you know, one of the reasons I'm so happy and I am who I am, and the reason that I always try to talk to myself is why I can be very cynical and regretful and resentful in my 70s and 80s, is I actually navigate through life having no expectations of others at all. Which is an incredible formula for the short term. I'm 42 years old, I've struggled to be upset. What I'm very acutely aware of is when I'm 70, 60, 80, I'm gonna be like, fuck everybody else because I've made deals that aren't as good for me because I'm the AAA and you know, I'm okay, I just don't have, and so I think calibrating your expectations is important. I'll give you another thing to think a lot about. One thing that's been fascinating to me is, and I appreciate you bringing up ego, Another thing I've seen a lot of is people that have come from nothing and have built something substantial play a game with themselves that they need reinforcement. I I, I do it at times. That they need reinforcement for themselves around how good they are. And so one of the things I would think a lot about, one of the things I think I've done well and continue to try to strive for is your best case scenario is your number two doing all, she or he needs to do all the things that you don't want to or you are now at a point at being 40 know that you're not as good at. And I think one thing I've watched a lot of number ones do in family business and small businesses and mid-sized businesses that they build from scratch is hire people who are just B's to their A on the same skill set and they don't realize the reason they're frustrated is what they need is somebody who's completely doing something else. Those are themes that I think you need to be thinking about. All right, I got to say you were pretty Brother. Man, it was really good meeting. So fun. Cool. Gary? Great to see you again. Uh, let's go right on the fridge right there. A couple of years. Angles. Got it? Follow John. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care of this I do. Good to see you. Good to see How you. How are you? Fine. Good. I oh. met you with Alex in I remember. your office. I remember. In your office. I'm very happy to see you. I'm glad we made this work. Yes. And here I am with. Hi. <laughs> uh, here I am with a lot of influencers. Mm-hmm. I want to present you Please. all of them. Yeah, let's hang out. Super. But here, here's my thing, and I just got out of a dinner. The number one thing that everybody in this room should hope for is that your competitors spend time worrying about you. <laughs> That's true. It's a big change. I mean, I, you know, people sometimes think it's because of ego that I don't know anything about people that think that I'm competing with. It's not that, it's just that I'm more worried about my audience than what my, You know what I think people struggle with is how much abundance there is. There's nothing anybody here can do that's taking away from somebody else. If you're good enough, you will get everything that you want because there's so much. There's so much money, there's so much attention, there's so much opportunity, there's so much exposure. There's nothing a buff at, you know, whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever I do, all 50 people that do what I do aren't taking away from me. 
and people think they are. They, you know, people spend so much time looking at somebody else's post. They got more likes. They are selling more product. They, they're on TV, and it's just it's it's not smart. So, I respect what people think about me. I respect it. I do, but I don't let it dictate what I do, and it, I don't spend time on it. That's one big thing I learned from you, and I always use the word to word. Uh, suit and tie. Yes. Being yes. More look, the, look the part. But this doesn't connect with who you actually are. Me. Yeah. I. I you know, it's mm. funny. I make fun of people. I don't make fun of. I push back on the culture of watches and Lamborghinis and this. And I have a friend, Andy, who really loves Lamborghinis. And I had a great talk with him. Like, I believe in that. If it's really your passion, great. I don't believe in getting the car to make yourself look cool to get the girl or to sell people your course. I just believe in the truth. If you truly love watches or you truly love wearing, a, I have friends who love wearing a suit every day and they're just as right as I am for not wearing a suit every day. It just has to be your truth. Yeah, and if your purpose is changing people's life, you have to connect with them with that kind of language, with that kind of uh, attention. So That's what you're up to. Awesome, yeah. Okay, I'm Michelle Lewin. I'm from sure. Venezuela. I'm a fitness mother. I'm working with the social media like Instagram, Facebook. Um, actually, in the beginning, I started like a normal person posting videos about family, dogs, travels, and that's it. But after that, uh, I saw the, the people interested about the video for workout videos. So I Posting videos, uh, um, posting tips, you know. Uh, all of the sudden, the people is coming, you know, in social media. Actually, I was, I think, was the first person to show in social media the that body, tiny muscle definition, but not too muscle, not so how you say masculine. Too masculine. So always, all the time, I post it in two languages, in Spanish and English. So my audience is most in United States. Um, and the, that's the reason why, mm -hmm. you know. Yep. The difference is that you're in, what is it, in the numbers? The, yeah, the, yeah, the incomes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after You that, live where? I live here. In Miami or for a lot of in Southwest, yeah. Um, 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 Switch. <laughs> when did you, when did you when did you move here? Five years ago, yeah. But I live into Venezuela. Uh, go to Europe uh, nine years ago because I'm married with Jimmy. Uh, we try in Italy, in Spain for work to find a work, but. I don't have luck. So, so you guys moved from Venezuela to Italy and then Spain and then the US. And then US. Yeah, we ended up there. That's exactly right. Back to what you and I connect on, back to optimism. The internet is the platform. Yes. And so whether you started as number one or number one billion, mm -hmm. it's all gonna end up in the same place. Yes, yeah. of course, of course. Mm -hmm. And there's, by the way, there's strengths and weaknesses in both. There's advantages and disadvantages. I think I'm better than the people. When you say, oh, that person's a piece of shit, that's dangerous. Mm. But when you don't dwell on it and focus on it and you focus on the positive, that's different. It's a very fine line. And 
one, one thing that amazed me is that your your kindness that you're always talking about it, to be kind it's not about you all your team is very kind because I'll fire them if they're not <laughs> I mean it yeah, I mean it I mean it like I'm in control if you know if they weren't con- you know if I was kind and they weren't then I'd be delirious or delusional or or a bad operator like you know ba- Babin will tell you that it's just unacceptable I don't even know what else to say like not being kind is like I would argue VaynerMedia's biggest problem is the other way. Okay. People are not giving critical feedback because they, everyone's trying to be too nice. Um, and then we, we've we gone too far. Like I've spent the last year because, because people were getting fired and they were shocked because nobody was giving them feedback because we were over-indexing unkindness. Which everything is, you know, there's a great Russian set, it translates into everything's at its best when it's balanced. But I will tell you as somebody who believes this very much, I would much rather be on the side of overkind. If that's my weakness, that's something I'm willing to live with. Yeah, so nice meeting you guys. Nice to meet you. My friends, so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. I say. Good luck. It was a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Pardon Matt, you didn't get to meet him last time. Good to see you, brother. Where do you want us? Here? Here, anywhere's fine. Built. What are we just a week? We're uh, two we're, weeks now away. Now we're nine days out. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I genuinely think you guys are sitting on something extremely big. I think the key now is it's the same old shit. When hustlers and youngsters, fresh eyes are good eyes. When yeah. you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you're actually doing it for the sake of making it work. I think when you get deeper in the game, then people are chirping in your ear and. And, and just like with more attention comes more opinions. Yeah. Nobody was giving you opinions because nobody gave a fuck about what you were doing. So we thought we were gonna do it, but <laughs> we were gonna fail. Well, yeah, that's didn't. Why we try to put up this like impenetrable force that's like, yo, this, we've been doing this. Like, I'm the same way. I totally get it. I think it's right. I think it's right. And on that is then having the equal balance of ego and humility. Like the ego of like, we did this, we figured out like, fuck you is right. And then having the humility of like, what pieces, you know, now that you understand a little bit, now that you've seen it, what doesn't come as natural? What isn't as interesting to do? What is a little bit like murkier than you like it? Having that humility is important. And then just figuring out like what That's it is. That's been a huge learning process for us. Like delegating tat, like learning to trust people with like the job you have. Understa- understanding stuff. that an 86 by somebody else is better than your 100 because a thousand 86s is better than four 100s. People yeah. struggle with that shit. Yeah. Like I'm looking for 86s. You know, and everybody want, you know, some fucking founders are stupid. They want 110. And I'm always like, motherfucker, why would somebody care about your child more than you? Like, just it's audacity, it's ego, it's stupid. And then, you know, and then others are looking for 100 just because they like perfection or they're more anal or type A. And I respect that, but that's a flaw. 
for scale. Yeah. That's great for art. Yeah. I think from my angle, when I look at employees, I look at just being able to mold them and not having them have any bad habits. And then if they understand me and they understand what I would do in a situation, and the more time they spend with me, the more I rub off on them. I think, that's, I think that's right. As long as you understand bad habits. Uh, to me, it's defining bad habits and death blows. Yeah. My big thing is like death blows. Like just don't get caught on these six things. And then if number seven through eight, 88 is not exactly yeah. like me, then that's cool because otherwise you would be, wouldn't be my employee, you'd be me. Hot, the run. I'm good, man. Thank, Thank you. Great. Appreciate Real pleasure, it. man. Yeah, wish you guys well. Morning vlog from, uh, from uh, Fort Lauderdale. Super, uh, super excited about um, the meeting I just had with the Rolling Loud guys, putting together one of the real impressive kind of music festivals uh, and now I'm heading to the event looking forward to the keynote and now I'm going to answer a question because that's what we do in the back seat back seat answers <laughs> the BSA uh, question from Nick how does one keep the macro goal and not change it while still changing in the micro I'm struggling with my macro goal well that means you haven't defined your macro goal you know I mean you don't change you, the micro goals are a hell of a lot easier and worthwhile debating and changing the macro goal should never ever 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 change for me <clears throat> the ambition of the process of trying to buy the New York Jets is my macro professional goal uh, the ambition to be the greatest entrepreneur in this great entrepreneur era in our society is is my macro goal. Those two things. That, that's that's where I'm at. And honestly, only the chase of the Jets was my true first macro goal. I've added this as I'm like, wait a minute. It, you know, I'm not going to make the most money, but I can provide the most value for entrepreneurs in this 20-year era. Um, you know, is a nice addition, but I didn't change. The, uh, the other macro goal. I, I think you can only have like a black and white and a gray goal. I think the black and white is the chase of buying the New York Jets, the ambition to buy. And I think the gray, the more kind of, you know, I think there's a good like kind of selfish and selfless way to think about things, right, on the macro. But to answer your question directly, you just haven't defined your macro goal. Like you can't change your, mac your macro goal is your macro goal. I want to be a good man. I want to I wanna cure cancer. I want to, I, I, I want to uh, buy a home in Jamaica for my mother. You know, like big goals that you shouldn't really, really change. Um, or at least, you know, if you're lucky enough to have achieved them, or, and lucky's the wrong word, if you've been able to achieve them, and or if you underestimated how much you had in you and your original macro goal ended up being smaller, I think adding to it, I would argue that's me, right? I would argue that my ambition to cheat for the chase of buying the Jets was obvious and has been in place forever. I didn't think about you know trying to make the biggest impact as an entrepreneur and two entrepreneurs in this era. I've added that. I think that's even loft, not loftier, um, but it's a gray to the black and white. Nonetheless, I, I think you need to try to stretch yourself and, uh, and really understand your macro. To me, the chase is my macro. And I, I put that into the bucket of, hey, I'm frustrated, I haven't won any Super Bowls, let me take care of it myself. No, I can, I can just, you can send me that way. Okay, and he's right there.
great crowd. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like it. I heard like the roar as you were coming it on. It was an awful like, crowd. I turned them around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all me, man. How are you? I'm good. It's a pleasure. I'm good. I've never heard you speak. I'd love Thank to you. come sometime. Thank you. Yeah. Where I'm are you sure after this? Uh, I'm in Philly tomorrow, and then I have Denver. I have several with these guys. Oh, you're doing the one? Yeah. Denver? I'm doing you're the one. Good. Denver. So maybe we'll maybe we can spend a little time. You um, got to get me a book. Okay. I sure. Get you to send me a sure. Book. Let me. Uh, you, can you find one, Babin? So excited. We'll, we'll, can we'll I steal your pen real quick? Thank you. I was in the green room. Thank you so much. I, thanks, Robert. I'm, I'm, I'm giant. He's a beast. Robert, take care. Actually, I'll give you a very good piece of advice, and this is actually me giving myself some advice. The number one, not the number, one of the easily three biggest mistakes I'm making is not repeating my most viral content over and over and over again. Something I'm starting to realize with my content is like, wait a minute. I'm like Bon Jovi. I when I need to play fuck the greatest hits. Like it's already proven that it's worked. Back to more, more, more. I see a hundred million views or two million views or five hundred thousand shares, and I'm like, fuck, I nailed it. What I don't, re- what I'm, what I'm starting to understand is like, wait a minute, fucking Facebook's like, it's everybody. Seven billion fucking people, four billion, whatever. Like it's like I need to like keep playing. So I would tell you if you leave with anything even tactical today. Whatever was your best piece of content, literally repost it tomorrow. Just post it again. Watch what happens. Fascinating. Um, something I'm starting to think a lot more about. Uh-huh. Thanks for coming. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, Thank bro. You very much. You're welcome, bro. Season. Thank, Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thanks for coming. You're welcome, brother. One thing that connects all of us, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you work somewhere, whether you're fucking thrilled, whether you're devastated, the one thing that connects all of us is that for us to take the step in what we're trying to achieve, whether it's financial, whether it's legacy, whatever it may be, the one thing that connects us is we have to trade on attention. The thing that I desperately want everybody to leave this talk with is understanding that attention is just like real estate. And that attention is the gateway drug to everything you want, period. Before you can tell me how great you are, how awesome what you're selling is, you need my attention. Before you can tell me anything, you need my attention. What everybody in this room needs to wrap their head around is that this device owns the attention of our society. You may be upset about it, You might be sad that when you go out, people aren't talking to each other. You can do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't change the fact that this has the attention. And if you are sitting in this room today and you have not figured out how to put written words, audio, or video into the platforms that sit on top of this, you are fundamentally irrelevant. Now, what you're doing with your allocation of content and ad spend on Facebook and Instagram is the same thing that happens in real estate when somebody knows they need to buy or debated to buy something in a hot up and coming area, they don't. Their friends did, it went up, it happened, then they get sad, they get another chance to invest for 150,000 more but because they fucked up and passed at 150,000 less, they say no again. Six months later, it keeps blowing up. Now it's up 300,000. Now you're like, fuck again, because you passed twice. This is the story of Uber for me. I passed on Uber's angel round twice. 
twice. How many people have read or have Crush It, my first book? If you go back and look at it, I acknowledge, in the acknowledgements, I thank my family and one random person, Travis, the co-founder of Uber. That's it. I passed on one of my best business friends' startup twice at a $4 million valuation and he was one of my best buds and it went on to become Uber. I was writing 25 and $50,000 checks back then. If I wrote one of my normal checks back then into Uber, that investment would have paid me $400 million. I'm not sad. I'm not. I'm being dead serious. I don't give a fuck about the money. I give a fuck about the freedom of playing the game. Understand if you're a true bred entrepreneur in this audience, you're not in it for the money. You're in it for the game. I actually love that I passed on Uber twice. I'm being serious. The quickest tell for me in five minutes when I hang with somebody if they're a true bred or if they're not is are they in it for the game or do they want to buy a watch? I got great news for you. You'll never know the alternative of the one you picked. You can't, you can't really do both. You can, you can flirt with both, right? But you can't put your ass on two toilets. You know, and so like, like you know, you can do things, but you're only, if you have two businesses, you have no businesses. It's like having two quarterbacks. So I, I would tell you an incredibly, and an unbelievable liberating feeling that is so many of you are struggling with. So many people here don't make decisions because they're worried about the what if of the other decision. This is how life actually works. You'll never know. You will never know if you bounce now and go on with your life solo or if you stay another three years. You're just not gonna know, so why dwell on it? Just pick one and fucking go. Thank you, bro. You're welcome, bro. Try to get one, but you're unlucky. Thank you. Sorry. Go ahead. Don't worry. Don't worry. Come on. Let's go fast, please, before it gets crazy. Go fast. Thanks, buddy. What about everybody here? One tip for all the people starting their social media marketing agencies. Thanks, bro. Work. <laughs> I love it. 